Bart would make a list of the top 10 worst jobs you could agree to do. I think the number one would be profit, especially a profit of the Lord. Why is that? I mean, if you look at the lives of the prophets, it becomes quite clear why. As far as any job goes, it's not the most popular or the most glamorous. Think about it. How, much, how many times do you hear about the prophets making huge bank? How many times do you hear about the prophets living in these big fancy houses? Or how many times do you hear the prophets being well-liked, being popular? Being always in good graces with the leaders. Think about it. Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah. Sorry, Elijah. Thinking of Elijah. Elijah. Not only were all of his fellow prophets killed. But he himself was hunted. Hunted by a false queen, Jezebel. Just because... He preached the truth that came from God. Or we can think of some of the strange things that God told the prophets to do. Like Hosea. Hosea who took a prostitute as a wife. In order that God can show the people of Israel something about what they've done. How weird is that? Or Ezekiel. Who loses the delight of his eyes, as the scripture says, his spouse, because God had something he wanted to show the Israelites. So many strange things, so many things that when we look at the life of a prophet, we would say, why would you choose that? All, I think, leading up to what we hear today from the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, who was preaching to the people of Israel that they needed to trust in God because they sorely did not. They were being plagued by outside invaders, the Babylonians, and they chose to trust in other nations and not in their God, who was telling them to not be afraid and to go and fight. They chose other things, other people, instead of choosing God. And Jeremiah speaks out against them. And what do they do? The princes come to the king and they say, Jeremiah ought to be put to death. Wow. All because someone tried to give the word of God to them. They say, he must be put to death. And they almost succeed in this episode as they throw Jeremiah into a cistern, a well, where there was no water, only mud. Jeremiah just sinking in the mud. The prophet's life is not glamorous. It's not well rewarded. It's not popular. And we can think, well, that's just the Old Testament. 
that's not what it means to be a prophet today. That's not what Jesus wants from us. That's just the Old Testament. And yet, with this episode of Jeremiah, we also get these strong words of Jesus. What does he say? I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. And later on, do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, but rather division. Jesus is not mincing words, and it does not do well for us to mince his words either. He's being very serious. Because to be a prophet, to be a follower of Jesus, is shaking things up. It shakes things up. See, that is why the prophets are not a popular band of people, is because they are sent by God to shake people out of their comfort, of their complacency. That complacency and that comfort and that just go with the flow that leads them to serve idols, to worship something that is not God, and to sin. And that is what our Lord calls us to. He calls us to not only call other people out and to say we need to worship God, but he especially calls us to look in the side and say, are we truly worshiping God? Are we truly putting God's word as the first principle and guiding light for us? Is that our goal? Is heaven our goal? Or are we divided? Are we uncomfortable with the word of God? You see, our Lord wants to set a fire on the earth, and it starts in us. The fire starts in us on whether or not we are choosing to do what he asks us to do and not what we want. Because see, if we want to set the earth on fire and bring people to Christ, then we have to be able to be uncomfortable. We have to be able to say, I'm not going to fall into this sin again. It means we have to start building the muscles of virtue. You know, as those of us who have tried to do weightlifting or any kind of extensive exercise at any point in our life, the first workout you leave feeling dead and sore and in pain. And you can be very tempted to give up after just one. And that is what it feels like when we try to actually live and follow the call that Christ gives us. It hurts. Because we have to give up the things that we want many times. Like, oh, I always like to get in these conversations with my friends here, and it always leads to gossip, but it's, it's something that I want. But our Lord calls us not to tear others down and not to gossip. So it means we have to give up something that we want. Or maybe it's that, 
you know, I like a good beer every now and then. And so on my way home from work, maybe I'll stop by the bar or the store and buy one, two, seven beers. And maybe that means we have to stop that. Maybe it means that we have to choose what we don't want. See, that is what it means to truly be a prophet, is to do the thing that is uncomfortable. It's to do the thing that we don't want to do, but that God desires for us. Because when we allow the fire that purifies and that cleanses us of sin, when we allow that uncomfortable feeling to happen and to grow, not only do we eventually find greater joy in being in union with Christ, but we are like matches that are able to set fire to the world. See, that our Lord calls us to set fire to the world, which will not be easy and will not be comfortable. And many may, like the princes with Jeremiah, want to silence us. But we, if we are truly allowing the Lord to guide us, if we are willing to be uncomfortable, and we are willing to be vocal and let the fire go out, then God's will will be done. And God will make miracles happen. And that is what our Lord invites us into, is to be prophets, which is not popular, but sets fire to the world in order that the world may become a pleasing sacrifice to our Lord, in order that all of us together may run towards our Lord. And so today as we are invited to be uncomfortable, let us pray to our Lord for the grace that we may not be afraid and that we may let the fire be kindled in our hearts and in our world.